0: Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. What is up, everybody? How you doing? Guys, Joe McCall here from the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Got a special show for you today. But I got a few announcements first before we bring on our guest. His name is David, and you've heard of him before, and you've heard of his software slash app before, and you're going to love this. And We're going to break this podcast up into two parts. The first part, I'm just going to interview him, talk about his business, see what's going on, what he's doing, how he came up with this crazy, awesome idea, why it's working so well. I have students that are using this that are crushing it. But First, a couple things, guys. I am one review shy of 500. If you go to iTunes, go search for real estate investing, and you'll find mine right there. I have 499 reviews. I please, I'm, I'm going to ask you guys to leave a review if you like this podcast. Even if you don't, leave me a review. I've got 457 five star reviews. I do have 11 one star reviews. But. Leave me a review. I'd really appreciate it. Like Mikhail here left me a review. Hey Joe, I've been following your podcast for a very long time. And I remember, I even remember Alex. I wish I would just follow your advice a long time ago. I would be far ahead by now. I but I guess the second best time to plant a tree is now. Blackjack21, five stars. Thanks for fixing the podcast. Keep the content coming. I was having some problems a few weeks ago with that. Superstar, I'm impressed with all the great info I get from your podcast. Thanks, Joe. Joe, I love the nooses from Sunday guy. I love the new episodes and the real coaching students. I'd love to see some follow-up episodes with them after some time has passed, kind of before and after maybe at blackjack21. The episodes look and sound really good on my end, really one star. Okay. So blackjack was the guy who left us one star review. There we were, we are having some serious technical problems. Blackjack let us know, but like a true fan, uh, appreciate blackjack coming back and revising and updating his podcast <laughs> reviews so listen I got 499 so I just want to ask you guys a huge favor if you like this podcast at all go to iTunes right now subscribe and leave a review I would really really appreciate it and uh, yeah leave a review and I'll remind you again before this podcast is over to leave a review because you guys are so awesome awesome and I really Appreciate you guys. Okay, so I'm gonna bring on my friend and guest. His name is David. David Lecco. How you doing, David? Did I pronounce hey, you all right? I just left you a review. Oh, you did. <laughs> while I was waiting. I'm, I got 500. That is so awesome. Appreciate it, guys. Uh, this is David. Uh, how do you pronounce your last name? Is it Leko?
1: leco Nice. Yeah, got it right. Just like gecko, uh, but with an L.
0: Nice. Okay, cool. David is the guy behind Deal Machine. And Deal Machine is this software that, over the last couple of years, has kind of taken the industry by storm. And uh, a lot of people are using it, a lot of people are having a lot of success with it. And I wanted to get David on the podcast to talk about it. And if you guys are all interested, before we go any further, I just want to tell you guys, you can get a 14-day trial at dealmachinejoe.com. Dealmachinejoe.com. That is an affiliate link. I do get some commissions. But I would be recommending this anyway. Um, I asked him to be on my show before I even had uh, any kind of affiliate agreement with him. So dealmachinejoe.com. You get a 14-day trial. And uh, the cool thing about what this is is it's a lead-generating machine and I'm going to ask David about it on this part one episode. I'm going to be interviewing David in part two. In um, a couple of days from now, we're going to be recording a new episode where he's actually going to be demonstrating how to use it. Um, so, thanks for being here, David. How are you, man? I'm doing really well. Thanks for having nice. me on
1: the show. Appreciate it.
0: I'm glad you're here. So, tell us a little bit about your story, your history, real quick.
1: Sure. So, Deal Machine was an idea that I had for myself originally, and it wasn't really intended to be a business. And in 2016, I was reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I was actually playing the cash flow game that goes along with those books. And the whole point is to use your income from your day job and then save as much as you can to reinvest it. And then eventually the cash flow coming off of your investment rental properties would exceed what you need to live off of. So you gain financial freedom and then you can choose to keep working or you can choose to go do something else. And so that was my goal—is to kind of get to that point. So I went looking for my first rental property. Okay. And uh, the next thing I did was I realized all these properties that were listed that I could tell was like the price was too high; it wasn't going to cash flow. And so I went looking for uh, some more answers. I, I went to a real estate investment meetup, and I heard about driving for dollars. Yep. Yep. So so then I went driving for dollars, and probably three weeks. Um, In a row, I would spend a couple of nights after work taking photos of houses that looked run down and then writing down their address. And then on that third week, I actually noticed that one of my houses that I knew I had driven by was being renovated. So I looked it up and sure enough, somebody bought that house and was renovating it. Meanwhile, I still have a piece of paper on my passenger seat of a bunch of addresses that I haven't looked up yet. So, I wasn't following through. And so, that was like a, a big moment for me. I went home, I stopped driving, and I started looking up all of those owners. And yeah. there was probably about 40 or 50 on my list. And I had uh, watched Friends while I was looking up the owners. And it took about three episodes of Friends. So, for those of you who don't know, that's about an hour and a half to look up like 40, 50 properties. And then I had to um, figure out how to send mail. So I looked online, all these real estate, you know, mail providers, they require like a minimum of 200 properties. And I only had 40 or 50. So I got my computer out, I set it up to like print on these imitation style envelopes. Um, And then I was also trying to put that picture of the property I took on the, the postcard. So, you know, I was putting in all that work. So I wanted to make sure that it was gonna have the best possible chance of getting a response. And so I did all that. And then I realized, I'm gonna have to do this again in like three or four weeks, because everyone keeps talking about how important follow up is, you know, and I was new at the time, but like, that's what they were talking about at the real estate investment meeting. So I was like, Oh, man, like, there has to be a better way. And then uh, that's when I had the, the aha moment of actually creating an app for myself. So I'm a software developer. I took off that whole next weekend and then I actually made this like really, really basic app that would have a map. I could pin the property. And then um, at the time uh, these like VAs would look up the address for me and type that in the app. So they would take like 24 hours now it's instant. But, um, and then once they did that, then it would send a piece of mail featuring that photo of the property. So I put that together for myself in about a weekend. Um and then I used that for about six months before I ever realized like, hey, deal machine might be a, a business on its own.
0: Was so have you built apps before?
1: Yeah, I was working as a software developer full time at the time. That was my nine to five job.
0: Okay. And um you thought this would be easy? I mean, like the what your thing does, did you envision back then that it would be as, as big as it is today?
1: No, I I I originally just built it for myself. So I didn't even plan on making it a publicly accessible app you know it was just like i mean you should see the first version of this i uh it's like it looks terrible you know it's just like very just like developer task oriented there's no design to it or anything yeah but i didn't need to be i just needed it to do what i needed it to do
0: Mm -hmm. um i remember when you did first come out with it i was uh following you and i was looking at the um um, the app itself. And I thought this is pretty amazing. And, uh, then I started hearing other people start talking about it and promoting it. And then just, I'm I'm not kidding. Um, we had trying to remember who this was. One of our coaching clients, uh, came to one of our workshops here in St. Louis and we were helping him set up some marketing. And I I don't believe you should have all your eggs in one basket, right? Like you should have multiple different baskets Mm -hmm. holding your marketing. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was telling us about some of the deals that he'd done blowing me away. We're doing deals right now in Alabama. You might know um, Melissa Dotson. Does that name ring a bell?
1: It kind of sounds familiar, but I don't know her. I don't know her well. Gavin, my coaching business partner
0: and her, they're doing a bunch of deals together down in Alabama and a few different other States. All right. And uh, one of the things they did, and I, I wish I could remember all the details. Gavin, if he was here, he could tell you a lot better than I could, but they put an ad to hire somebody to actually... Carrie, Melissa's husband, put the ad in Craigslist looking to pay somebody to go driving for dollars. And he didn't know, but he put on there 20 bucks an hour to drive for dollars. And it wasn't even performance based, like I'll pay you a certain number per house or I'll pay you, you know, whatever. But it was just like, I'll pay you $20 to go drive around. And so he got tons of people, I which I think think is the wrong thing to do because you have no idea like what they're doing while they're driving around. But anyway, the first house and they were using the the, uh, deal machine app. Mm -hmm. Uh, the first house they got, they, I don't know, they wholesaled that thing and got like 20 something thousand dollars in profit, did really, really well with it. So it's, I'm seeing my students starting to have success with it and starting to talk about it. And then, and I'm talking to guys like Tom Kroll at wholesaling Inc. Who's got a ton of students that are using it. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, it's pretty amazing. Now talk about why driving for dollars, like why you know, why not just pull a list of vacant houses or why not just mail all the properties in a certain zip code? Like, why do you like driving for dollars?
1: Yeah. Well, so when I was starting out, I did driving for dollars because that was their advice. They said it was the best list because no one else is going to have that unique list. You're going out and finding those properties yourself. And then the second thing was, if if I pulled a list that I purchased that's going to require mailing a lot of properties to get a deal. And when it comes to driving for dollars, I was being told, you know, early on, you know, the the list is unique. It's a niche. You're going to have to send a lot less mail and do a lot less outreach because your, your list is smaller because it's so focused. You know, if you notice that the house is physically run down, they've only got two options and that's, they sink a bunch of money into it or they sell it at a discount to you. You know, so... I was told very early on that that was what I should do. And I think um, a lot of advanced investors move away from it because it, doesn't, it, it hasn't been scalable. You know? Because when, when you do a few $20,000 deals, your time is not best spent driving around. Your time is better spent you know, developing a system and it becomes more worthwhile to just like, spend a lot of money to, to go send out a lot of mail while you spend your time doing other things, you know, managing your team, going on seller appointments and whatnot. And so that's why I got into driving for dollars. Um, but what's really neat is I've seen we've seen a lot of more advanced investors go back to driving for dollars now with deal machine because it's more scalable and we can ha- we can help them easily manage a team that's driving for them. Um, and you don't you don't have to pay $20 an hour. There you
0: go. So you just said the keyword you can ma- use deal machine to manage your team that's driving for you, right?
1: That's right. Yep.
0: So talk about what that does. Like what what does the app do and how can you have a team kind of do it for you?
1: Absolutely. So very simply the app will let you pin a property, tell you the owner Im- immediately, and then you can actually send a postcard immediately from the app and automatically schedule it to be resent. So And when you're in front of a property, that can all happen in like seconds, 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. And um, if you have drivers under you, they can actually add properties and they go into your account. So the drivers can't see any of the other properties. They can't send mail. They can't spend your money. But they have a very easy system to add those properties. And then you've got an easy system of approving them, having the mail sent out and seeing which drivers are adding, you know, which properties.
0: Makes sense. Okay. And so you do, do you take a picture of the property or you just kind of mark it on a, on your map and then pick which house it actually is?
1: Yeah. Well, the picture is near and dear to my heart because that's where we started and yeah. we've actually revised it. So you can actually pin the property first and add a picture if you want to. So we actually have a couple of mail options that don't feature a picture for those of you that like to go a little bit quicker and you don't want to add the picture. What, what do you,
0: does it matter? Is there a, a preference of yours?
1: I think it matters because when I send my postcards with the picture, a lot of the times, you know, every fifth caller says, Hey, I called you because I got a bunch of these other postcards, but it looks like you took a lot of time to put yours together. So I called you. Mm. And the, the thing they're seeing is the photo. Like they can tell I was actually at their house.
0: Okay. Um, the, what about street view, Google maps photos? Are you allowed to use those?
1: Um, you actually haven't been allowed to use Google Map Street imagery on print materials until this past year. They actually removed that from their terms of service. So um, I know those have always been around, though. Nobody's really gotten in trouble for that. But we we held off because of that, and we wanted to make sure we were doing things the right way. But we're going to offer an option, actually, to use that in the app. Um, and again, I think that people can tell. I think people can tell that that's a, a you know an image from Google versus something that you take when you're physically in front of their house. But I think it's better than nothing, better than no picture.
0: Yeah, it used to be when that first kind of came out, the whole picture postcard thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I I don't know if I was the first one to talk about it, but I start I was doing that through Click to Mail probably about four yeah. years ago, and uh, showing people how to do that with Click to mails and I was taking the pictures from Zillow. Um, and if there wasn't a picture on Zillow, I would take it from Google Street View and then upload it. And I, I built this process where my VAs would actually do it for me, right? And uh, so, but anyway, it works crazy well. And I started using it for, I would go send mail to rentals on Zillow. I'd find a rental property on Zillow and I would send them a letter with a picture from Zillow on there. Okay. And uh, I was getting response rates, not kidding, on this direct mail for like 15 to 20%. Wow. Uh, But now a lot of people are doing it. So maybe it doesn't work as well as it used to, um, but it still works. Right. Um, All right. So you can, from this app, you get in your car, you go driving around, you're looking for vacant houses. A vacant house would be like overgrown grass stuffed mailbox.
1: Yeah. Um, It it doesn't even need to be vacant. I would use the word distress and the vacants are good, good property leads. But I think that, um, well, three of the deals that I've done have actually been owner-occupied. Somebody was actually in that house yeah. and the postcard actually went to their house because they lived there and they had like a tarp on the roof in one case. They had gutters falling off in another case. So it was just distress. And then when it became time to sell, they called me because my, po- my postcard had you know arrived six or seven times. <laughs>
0: And so that's another thing I want to talk about. Like you can set it up where it it puts them on a schedule to get your mail multiple times, right?
1: Correct. Yeah. You can actually repeat the same postcard, which is um, what I suggest when you're first getting started. If you want to get a little more sophisticated, we've got a campaigns feature. So you can actually send postcard a first, then send postcard B and then C, and they can look totally different. They can say different things but you don't need to do that whenever you first start out. So we got both of those options.
0: All right. So you're driving around, you're looking for houses that boarded up or they're just kind of overgrown grass or maybe ro- a tarp on the roof or it's just kind of messy. Like I was yeah. looking at a house the other day, It had a toilet in the front yard, right? Like they, they put it uh, they, they put it out there to throw it away, but like something's going on. Like what's wrong with that toilet? Why are they having to get a new one? Right? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. So. so all of the above of what you're saying. And I used to go to places where the entire street was run down because I was like, look at all these houses. But now I kind of prefer to go to like these B-class neighborhoods and then look for the worst one on the street. So like some of the houses might be updated. They were built in the 60s, 70s. Um, but you can easily identify the ones that obviously haven't been updated since that time. So I think a lot of those, you know, those occupants are are probably aging as well. I mean, they probably like the old stuff because that's how they bought the house. Um, so I think those are really great leads and actually my preferred areas to target. So you kind of want uh, not the diamond in the rough, but the rough in the diamond neighborhood.
0: <laughs> that's good. That's good. All right. So then you see the house pull over. You don't do this while you're driving, right? You yeah. pull over, you find the house on the app. Right. And uh, you can pin it or you can take a picture of it, right? I'm, I'm assuming you can zoom in and crop the image too, right? If you wanted
1: to. Yeah. When you're taking the photo, you can definitely okay. zoom in. So then you can set it
0: up where it'll give you the owner of the property, mm-hmm. right? And you can do a couple things with it. You can, it can skip trace it. Is that right?
1: Yeah. You can skip trace it to get the, we call it enhanced search. Yeah. And it actually gives you the phone number, the email, and the additional addresses that might be associated with that property owner. Yep. And the other option is to start a mail campaign.
0: Right. Then you can start a mail campaign and it can be just one-off postcard or it could be a series of mail, maybe postcards mm-hmm. or letters, right? That's right. Um, And then, so then you, you, you put it in there and you drive off. Now it's all not just on the phone, it's on the browser. So when you are at home or when you're at your computer, you can pull up all these properties and, you know, kind of see um, all the properties that you've mailed to and what's going on. The other cool thing is you can give this to a team, right? So you can hire people to go do this for you Mm -hmm. and they can go looking for vacant houses. Um, The cool thing about it too, right? Is you can't, you don't let people do the same house twice, right? So like if someone else drives and sees that vacant house, they can't send it, send, add that to the database. You're not paying people for two two people for the same house. Right.
1: Right. So if they're within your team, yes, your, your account will prevent duplicates, but it doesn't prevent somebody else in your city from, from adding that house. And, um, I noticed one thing with the team, which is so important, I think to really scaling this is you were saying like, um, don't pay, I think 20 an hour, you said, because you don't know what they're doing during that time. We actually just launched a feature that lets you see what they're doing during that time.
0: No, you did?
1: (laughs) Yeah, we did. So what
0: does it do? Show us, tell us.
1: Sure, yeah. So it actually, it's going to track their route. So when they press start driving, it's going to start a clock and then it's going to draw a green line behind where they've driven. And then it's going to also just keep doing that until they click stop driving. And then you actually get a summary and it says they drove for this amount of time. They went on this exact route and they added this many deals. And so... You can click that, easily see the deals they added. Um, and then that can be useful for sending, you know, the payment that you owe them uh, no matter what your payment structure is.
0: That's pretty sweet. So do you have, what are, what are most people doing now? Like how are they paying team members? What are you seeing best practices?
1: Yep. So there's three structures. I actually prefer the hourly method, but I, I don't pay, I don't think you need to pay $20 an hour. So the, uh, the, the fee that I had paid is 15 and they pay for their gas and um, basically I just kind of tell her where to go and she she goes. The other payment method is like per deal. So a lot of people will, um, you know, pay like a dollar per lead or something like that. That payment structure, um, you know, you might have trouble with that on Craigslist because they're like, they don't see how much they can, uh, they can make. That's like just kind of a weird payment structure and like, really? Um, I've noticed that that's an issue. But I think it works really well if you've got like a mailman or like a plumber, somebody you have an existing relationship with that's going to be more trusting that you're going to pay them accordingly. And I would pay three to five per per deal because if it's a mailman or a plumber, they're in neighborhoods most people aren't driving in. Plus they're busy. So you want to make it worth their time. And those deals are probably going to be the better deals because they're like in these like back corners of neighborhoods where a lot of people aren't going. And then the final, the third payment structure is like your mom or your friend, and you pay them on a commission. So again, it doesn't work well in Craigslist because they want money up front. But if it's somebody you know, then I think that a lot of people find success like sharing some of the profits of the deal or like $500 or $1,000 when they close, which we know, you know, that can take a month or two. Yeah. So, I mean, people fizzle out unless they really already know you. So, um, and also the commission thing gets a little bit weird with realtor laws and stuff like, you know, so that's definitely why we only um, really see that for like real close friends or family doing that commission base.
0: Nice. So with, if you're paying them hourly, you can see where they've driven. If you see what they're actually
1: doing. Yeah, absolutely. So we have the, it's called the route tracking feature in Deal Machine. And if you turn that on and you, uh, you have them click the start driving button, that's going to log their time and deals and, and location when they're driving.
0: When you're doing it yourself, does it track where you've been?
1: Yeah, where same thing train. for you. Yeah, if you use the route tracking feature, you can do that. And they can actually see where other team members on your team have driven. So that way they avoid driving the same areas twice.
0: Oh, that's great.
1: Yeah. Fantastic. And then as time passes the routes turn yellow and then finally red after a full year. And then they'll finally disappear because those give you indicators of like, Hey, it might be worth driving that again to see if anything's changed, you know, see if okay. a tree fell, you know, and that hasn't been cleaned up in that amount of time and whatnot.
0: Could you, um, could you use deal machine? This is one of the things I want to demo in the couple of days when we do part two. Okay. Um, I want to demonstrate showing some, mail and not driving for dollars but using the deal machine app to send mail for example from zillow like one of the best sources of vacant houses are right underneath our noses on zillow and if you look at all the rentals on zillow nine out of ten of them are what what do they have all in common they're vacant right vacant list is like the gold best list you could get right and there's a ton of them on zillow and so one of the things i want to show you all and is how to do that. So you can you can do this from your browser, right? You don't have to actually use your phone. You could add properties to your list from the browser, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you're going to show us the Zilla thing now? No, no. On when we do part two. Okay, cool.
0: When we do part two, so let's demonstrate it next time we do this podcast. Absolutely. Um, so cool. What do you find like? Are, are you having seeing some success with the skip tracing people finding these vacant houses? Uh, then instead of sending a mail, maybe in addition to sending the mail, they're also mm-hmm. just calling them. What what yeah. are you seeing for best practices there?
1: Yeah. So I think that if you're going to do, if you're exclusively cold calling, you should use deal machine to build an army of people that build your driving for dollars list and then export it and send it to your bulk skip trace provider. But if you're driving for dollars using mail, and then you see this one house, and you're like, "I have to have this house," that's when our Skip Trace comes in really handy, and it's uh, it's instant. So it's it's actually going to give you their mobile phone number, their home phone number, their email, and those other addresses. And so I would recommend doing that. Um, but if you're if you're like a cold caller that's calling like hundreds of people every day, the bulk Skip Trace providers are actually cheaper. So just wanted to be yeah. transparent about that. Um, But ours ours is instant and it gives you a lot of rich information to get in touch immediately when you're right in front of the house.
0: Nice. All right. So what else do you recommend? What are you seeing some good practices, best practices for people that are using this a
1: lot? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, best practices off the top of my head. Um, I would say know that it takes um, at least 200 properties. So I'm telling this because we've had a lot of success stories come in. Um, and then we've also had a lot of people say like, oh, this this didn't work for me. But when we talk to those individuals and really dig in, they've added like 20 properties. So I want you guys to like kind of know ahead of time before you drive for dollars with or without deal machine, that I think it's probably good to add at, to at least 200 properties to your list and then make sure you follow up with all of them at least three times. I was, so was going to add that. Out, yeah.
0: Because if, if you're not doing follow-up, listen, don't waste your money. Don't even right. sign up. Like, just go do something else. Go get a job. Like, you have, if you're not doing follow up, you're wasting your money. You're wasting your time. You've- That's how this all works. Like, mm-hmm. we did um, 58 deals last year. This last time we looked at the numbers, 2018, we did 58 deals, most of them in Alabama. Of those 58, 54 came from the follow up. Only four came from that first phone First, Yeah,
1: exactly. I think it's now. just all about timing. You see a distressed house and uh, you know that there's something wrong there. But, I mean, the house has been distressed for a while. You know, it it was distressed before you saw it. So I think it's just a matter of time and you want to be their solution when the time is right, which is probably coming soon. But you just not right that second.
0: So follow up, not just in terms of um, when when they call you, like not just in terms of sending mail over and over again to them. That's important. But also, if they do call you or you reach them, you follow up with them over and over again with phone calls, text messages, emails, more mail, stuff like that. That's what we're talking about. Cool?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's go like a subtlety that uh, some people's voicemail boxes are full. Definitely make sure yours isn't. And then if you can answer your phone, if, I mean, if you're sending out direct mail, like you want to answer every call that you don't know who's calling you. Because it's it, it could be a lead and and I think a lot of people will move on to the next postcard if they don't get a response from you right away.
0: Yeah, makes sense. Uh, I know a lot of guys that are crushing it. I remember I interviewed one student who wasn't using Deal Machine, but he was doing driving for dollars. Uh, he was an 18 year old kid was bagging groceries, and he got his dad was an investor, and okay. he got sick and tired of seeing his dad with these big checks on his desk and the dad would let these checks sit there for a one to two weeks before depositing them. And the kid was like, what are you doing? Find out later the dad did that intentionally because he knew his kid was watching. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, the kid got interested in real estate. And so uh, what he started doing, he didn't have any money. His dad didn't give him any money. He gave him some education, but didn't give him any money. So the mm-hmm. kid just started getting in his car on his way to school or wrestling practice or after on his way to the bag and groceries at the grocery store. He always took a different route home or to work. And he started driving for dollars and looking for vacant houses and started just calling them. He would go to Google and, uh, cause he didn't have the money to, but he would go to Google and just do a search until he found some phone numbers would just call a bunch of people. He also started doing bandit signs and he would just put his cell phone number on the bandit sign. Cause he couldn't afford, um, the the virtual phone numbers that you can get and started getting phone calls. He didn't care about the police. Like what are the police going to do to a kid? Right. And, uh, but uh, he, he started within a few months, he did like 50 something thousand dollars from just driving for dollars and banded signs. Well, the kid in high school didn't have any money in Southern Florida in a really, really competitive market where there's a lot of investors out there. Right. Wow. So, that's Awesome. Th- awesome. Story. Yeah, I love it. And, and, and this is one of the best things that you can do to get started. If you don't have a huge direct mail budget, if you don't have, um, you know, tens of thousands of dollars to spend a month on marketing, which you need if you want to have a big business. So driving for dollars is a great way, especially if you're getting started to find uh, good deals. One more question, Dave, and we got to get going in about three minutes here. Okay. Um, what, uh, what do you recommend? Like, how do you, how do you find people to drive for dollars for you? What, what are some of the best practices with that?
1: Yeah. I've had a lot of luck actually posting a job on indeed. If you're really? looking for somebody who's going to be almost like a full time, like a consistent person. If you want somebody who's more part-time Craigslist, and, uh, we've, we've actually got some sample job postings. I could share. I'm not really sure the best way to share those on this software, but those are the two main methods. And of course, if you're in an Uber, you can chat with an Uber driver, mm. but a lot of those guys found Uber through Craigslist in the first place. So if you post there, I think you're hitting the same audience.
0: Okay, good. Now, what does stream? Um, what does a uh, deal machine cost?
1: Deal machine costs $49 a month after the, the free trial. If you guys decide to join, that's what the fee is. And then you, w- the bigger plan uh, enterprise is $199 a month. Okay. The biggest difference there is the basic plan lets you have three deal finders, which are team members. And then the enterprise plan gives you unlimited team members to truly build an army of people out there driving for you. And we also give you a webpage to have them learn about driving for you, and they can sign up and easily get- also you,
0: That's awesome. So you give a website where people can get more information and sign up Yeah, on your course. website.
1: Yeah, exactly. Nice. So that way your ads for Craigslist can actually be directed to that website so you don't have to field all the questions and do a bunch of interviews. You can actually just have them sign right up.
0: Okay, good. And then what is the cost for the skip tracing or the direct mail?
1: Yes, so everything else on the basic plan is a dollar. So the, uh, the skip trace is a dollar. The postcard is a dollar. And on the enterprise plan, it's all 80 cents. So you yep. get a 20% reduction there. And if, so if you're doing volume, that makes a lot of sense too. But um, that, that's just like totally done for you postcard with the picture of the house on the front and back. Um, and then that, that detailed skip trace that I had mentioned earlier.
0: You know, guys, if you were to do the postcards yourself, you're going to be spending that easily when you consider the time that you're your time into doing that if you were to get a va to do it you're going to pay more than that if you pay somebody to do the because like if you go to these big mail houses yeah you can pay 40 cents a postcard right but you have to order like five thousand at a time or something but if you're going to do these you know maybe 20 a day onesie twosies here and there you can't beat the price right. well and you okay. can always
1: export from deal machine anytime any time too so like sure. we, we don't by any means like try to restrict you at all um and or force you to use the mail at all, but like you're saying, the the things you can do in the app are is for the convenience factor, and yeah. uh, it's pretty cost effective because the 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 list is not so big, like one that you would buy and, and blast out a bunch of mail to.
0: You know that at the premium level, the the one ninety nine a month is that what you said?
1: Yeah, um, enterprise.
0: You get a twenty percent discount on the direct mail. There is that right?
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Um, that's about what you would pay on on uh, click to meal. It might even be a little cheaper on the one-off postcards. Mm-hmm. Cool. So this this link here is my affiliate link, dealmachinejoe.com. I highly recommend it, guys. My students are using it. They're doing really, really well with it. If you're having problems with that link, try again later because we were I just signed up for that link a little bit ago. So dealmachinejoe.com. David, I want to thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks for leaving a review. Oh, you're
1: so welcome. Well, I've heard the podcast a lot. So I was just like, I got to, I got to leave this review since you're so Thank close. You. You're welcome.
0: Okay. Cool. All right, guys. Again, this is a real estate investing mastery podcast. Thank you for being here. Go to dealmachinejoe.com. We're going to do a part two uh, podcast in a couple of days where um, David's actually going to be demonstrating a deal machine on the computer. You're going to see it right here live, and uh, we're going to be doing it to some of the properties that I'm marketing to uh, live here as we go. Okay. So thanks again, Dave. Appreciate
1: you You're being welcome. on the show, Thank man. You, Joe. Appreciate it.
0: Hey guys, don't forget too. If you go to realestateinvestingmastery.com, you can get the show notes and the transcriptions of this podcast. Look at all the other shows that we've done. And the, uh, the podcast that I did with this kid who got these deals from driving for dollars, his name is, um, well, the podcast episode was called, um, from bags to riches, from bags to riches. All right, guys, we're out of here. I got to go take my son to basketball. Uh, Thanks for being on the show. Thanks, David. We'll see you guys later.
1: Thanks, Joe. Bye Uh now.